<clears throat> Good morning, everybody. How's everyone doing on this wonderful Wednesday? Wednesday morning. Everyone's doing fantastic. That reminds me, I've got a podcast tonight, the What Would Jeff Do show. It's on every Wednesday and Friday, historically, at, um, uh, geez, time we're doing it. 6 o'clock, 6 p.m., 6 to 7 p.m., and you can ask your dog training questions. The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, it's a uh, morning show. I do it Monday through Friday at 8 o'clock. In fact, I try to be here promptly at 8. You can tell some some days in the last couple of weeks I've been I've been late, uh, very late on some of them, and I, I just got occupied with other things. Um, we put up a video a couple of days ago, uh, and then what I do is I talk about single-topic items usually, go on rants usually, I mean, getting into more and more into the whole, uh, uh, I don't even like to call it politics because it's not, it's just uh, humanity. Um, I've got some funny stories. Maybe I'll share them tonight with Angelo in them and how unwoke he is. Um, uh, uh, unwoke he is. And, uh, uh, but I talk a lot about uh, things and how I fight the machine, and uh, I definitely stray from dog training. And and then what I envisioned the wake the fuck up with Jeff show, I actually even thought about even not even doing a dog. It wasn't even to be about dog training. It was just going to be about just my feelings on stuff. But uh, I primarily try to stick to dog training, and, and today I definitely have got to stick to dog training because I've got to get the show um, over with. I can't run it too long because I've been running it an hour and a half, and this morning my schedule is very very tight. Um, extremely tight, actually, um, between uh, doctor's appointments and um, uh, Angela and I's first dentist appointment in, in, in Florida. We found a dentist, and um, uh, so which is going to be a, a, almost like a four-hour process. So to take a good part of my day, we've got some dogs, you know, here to they were boarding and then training, and we've got to work on those. And I've got to get my morning exercise in for the dogs. I've already been to the gym, and I I've got a great morning routine where I get to the gym and. Um, uh, uh, listen to my podcast and do all my meditation. Anyway, we put up a video yesterday and I'll show the video right now. Um, let me get this video. Let's see, share the screen. There we go. Okay. Um, so this is three dogs and there's a couple of important factors here. Let me just start this at the beginning. A couple of important factors here. First, let me. So, is that it? We'll play one more. Time. Calm down, calm down. No, 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 no. So, a couple of things. I'm, I'm actually going to do. A, um, let me just see what Joelle's schedule is today. And I know we're really, really rushed. Our day today. We actually have. Um, we actually have a, a bunch of side hustles. We actually have a. a we bought a car. I don't know. Three months ago and we turrow it out if you're not familiar with turrow it's like the airbnb for cars and it's actually was dropped off at the airport this morning really early and we, we want to get it picked up so because it's in a short-term lot and you don't want to pay a lot of money for for, for parking so we got to get over there right after the show um turrow has, has been great for us we're probably going to get another one this year um, just purchase another uh, car this year and uh if you want to rent a car just look up turrow and in in, in in providence it's actually usually not practical um, um, uh, because uh, nobody's delivering it to the airport. Not that many people. They'll charge $75 where our airport's right here. And ironically, 
almost everybody in this area delivers it to the airport, um, which is really, really interesting. So um, it's easy. You get off the plane and you go to the short-term lot and you pick it up and you you go. Um, so it's fantastic. And then the reverse happens. So Turo is a um, nice little side hustle. And uh, a lot of people rent out their own personal cars. We just uh, bought a car and, and did it. And it was a used car and it's in really good shape. And um, uh, it will you know, less than a year, you know, more than, more than pay for itself. So anyway, what I wanted to talk about today is let's, let's go over these three dogs here. Um, let me just break it down for you. Um, so we get a good, and you'll see today and today's how to video that we make. Um, there's three dogs. Uh, this is a uh, male Doberman who actually I have not trained. Um, I did a video with this dog on the leech reactivity video, but I have not done a boarding train with this dog. This is a intact male Doberman, um, very, very dominant dog, um, very uh, pushy dog. Um, this is Coco, who um, was with us for a boarding train, so um, has ridden a bike before. Um, the dog on the end um, has not ridden a bike before. Um, and then this is um, Bruno who is a, um, actually a police dog failure. And what I mean by that is um, uh, uh, he would not hold on to the bite long enough, um, uh, but his temperament, his soundness, his hardness, his stubbornness is, uh, uh, is incredible. He's a very hard dog. Um, he can take a correction and not be phased by it. Um, he is, he's not, he is actually not phased by much at all. Um, so um, he's a very drivey dog. He's extremely drivey. He's one of the fastest uh, running dogs that I've ever met. And I've been doing this for 20 years. Um, when you play Chuck it with him, it's incredible. Swimming with him is incredible. Um, uh, uh, he, um, some days are like Groundhog Day with him because he just, he almost like, just nothing, nothing, nothing phases this dog. Nothing phases this dog. So when you work with a dog like this, um, that is literally not phased by anything, um, um, and you want to change their behavior, uh, and they come from a working dog history um, uh, that are very, very drivey, um, uh, and you and their and their family pets. Um, it can be challenging. It can be very, very challenging. Fantastic owners, fantastic owners. The, 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 the wife, the female is uh, um, a very petite woman, but doesn't put up with any nonsense. She owns two. Um, uh, and um, we're really enjoying him. We're really enjoying him. Um, but anyway, he's also intact. I just say this because people think you can't have intact males together. And we actually have three in the house right now. We have three intact males in the house, all from different families. So Joel and then um, uh, the Doberman's family and then uh, a Bruno. So all three are extremely dominant by themselves. Um, so riding a bike with these dogs, um, riding, um, the bike with these dogs, the first time, um, I, I rode with them, um, uh, the dog on the end here, Duke, um, uh, 
was not familiar with the concept of riding next to a bike. And um, he pulled, everyone's worried about the dog. People kept asking a lot of questions. Do the dogs ever try to get in front of you? Well, these dogs know, they, they know heel. Um, also, let me also, because people made these comments and we deleted them because they're just ridiculous. All the dogs have prong collars on. And I will absolutely say with 100% certainty that that is the safest tool to have a dog uh, uh, healing next to a bike. Because if they put on the brakes, you come off the bike. If they pull you uh, to the left, which is what Duke did, um, they will pull you off the bike. Um, you um, Now, there is uh, bike sports. Uh, I believe it's called bike joining, if I'm pronouncing it right, which is beautiful. It's called it's B-J-O-R-I-N-G, I believe. It is a beautiful, beautiful um, sport to watch. I know um, families that do that. All three of these dogs would love doing it. They are they have harnesses on, and the dogs are in front of you, and they run, and they and they you pedal, but they also pull you, and it's sort of like mushing but with a bike, and they love it, love it, love it. Um, a couple of uh, negative comments, which I don't mind. I mean, you you everyone is entitled to their opinion, but opinion does not make fact. Um, you know, uh, uh, always remember that opinion does not make fact. You can have an opinion, but then there's also something called fact. Um, and a couple of people are like, poor dogs, you're forcing them to run because they have prong collars on. It's like, just, just because of the collar, you're forcing them to run, which is just total bullshit. You know, it's like, you're not there. Like you're not riding with these dogs. Like come to, come to Florida. Um, and you will see you, uh, if I let these dogs run as fast as they wanted to, they would run twice as fast. They would run twice as fast. I actually have to slow these dogs down by making sure they stay in heel. Because if it was up to them, all three of them, they would run twice as fast and they would not stop. And they would go for a very long distance. And I would be holding on for dear life because they're not we're not doing bike sports. They're not on harnesses. They're not on long lines. And I'm, you know, and they're not, they're, they're, they're not trained to do that. They're, they're trained to walk um, next to me. Um, so um, the first time, you know, people said, well, they can knock you over. And there, there is a risk. There's actually a, a huge risk. There's, there's a huge amount of power um, with these three dogs. One dog, there's a huge amount of power. These three dogs, they're, we're, I mean, we're looking at almost 300 pounds of dog. Um, and we're looking at their force and um, I'm biking one-handed. Um, uh, and uh, Duke actually, just at the beginning, I wasn't actually riding. I was getting on the bike and he got spooked and he pulled to the left. Um, so he went to the left and I wasn't prepared. And I literally crashed right off the bike, slammed my head on, on the pavement. Um, uh, I think I mentioned that yesterday. So, because he just didn't understand the concept. So then once we got everybody situated, um, uh, uh, we went and uh, two of them can be leash reactive. And we pass 
three or four dogs every day. Oh, there's so many cats in this neighborhood. And then you've got your natural environments of like, you know, um, critter, critters. So, oh, and a couple of people mentioned in the comments that their dog goes nuts when it sees a critter, their dog chases the critter. And I'm like, so do these, so do these dogs do. But that's where the power of, the power of training comes in. Um, so, uh, so now they're sort of getting it. Um, it's not when I run, uh, my guys, um, I think maybe I'll bring, um, uh, maybe I'll bring, um, uh, uh, text with me today. He runs off leash. So it's easy. He runs off leash. Um, when Coco was here by herself, Coco was on a leash and Tex was off leash. Uh, right now, uh, Joel doesn't want me running West. She thinks might, something might be wrong with his, um, his structure. So um, doesn't want him running on concrete. And so he, so, he, so I've stopped taking him. Um, but, you know, Tex is another one who um, will run and run. He's a Malinois. He will run and run and run and run and run. Um, and he's off leash. So it's, it's, it's relatively um, easy um, to do because I don't have to hold on to a leash. Um, so uh, the dangers are um, if we pass a dog and it's going a little bit crazy, if one of the dogs even gets a little bit out of place, that could throw off my balance um, because you've got I'm riding one-handed and those dogs can easily pull with enough force to pull me off the bike. So there's that, there's that risk there. And we're going in a, you know, good clip. I mean, I run them to run them. Um, I don't do a casual run. We run hard, but we don't run as hard as um, uh, they want to. They want to um, run very, 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 very hard. Um, biking is a um, fantastic activity. There's so many people out there that um, that feel that um, it's mean to do, believe it or not. I mean, we see the comments. There's like, that's mean to do. And I'm like, and, you know, you're most likely not familiar with um, proper exercise for your dog. And, and maybe you, or maybe you are. And that's just, again, that's just your opinion. But I would not call biking with dogs or, or um, I mean, in fact, um, I have seen people in golf carts, you know, uh, with dogs running next to the golf cart. I've seen people on motorized scooters. I've seen people in cars, you know, I, um, uh, you know, because everybody can't fully function. When you get an elderly person with a dog that needs a lot of exercise, um, the assistance of um, uh, a motor, in fact, they have motorized bikes now. So, I mean, it seems like almost a lot of people have motorized bikes, which those things are really expensive. Um, so it's, 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 a, it's a wonderful, wonderful um, activity to do with these dogs. I mean, they love it. So um, let me see if we have enough time today for Joelle to um, film like how I set it up and how I start. I've done how-to videos before on biking, but let me just show you what I do with all three dogs and my thinking behind the way that they're all lined up. Um, I do have Duke on the outside since um, he's um, a little bit on the sketchier side, which doesn't make sense. You'd think he'd be on the inside, but um, by him being on the outside, 
I give him more space and you can tell that he's spaced out a little bit more. So I advocate, I advocate for, you know, for Duke and, um, and they're, they're loving it. And they, they all learned, they all learned here how to do it. They all learned here how to do it. None of them came to me knowing how to ride a bike. And that was, um, when this video was made, this was Duke's second time on a bike ride. And he did it with two other dogs. Um, the first time he did it with his sister, which was easier, the other Doberman. And this is the first time he did it actually with another dog that he does not know, which is, um, which is uh, Bruno. So that's how uh, that went. Um, if you're just tuning in, I just see a bunch of new people there. Let me just show it to you again. So, so again, it looks like they're going, you know, to some people too fast, but I don't think people realize how fast dogs can go. Also, these are large breed uh, dogs who they can go extremely fast. I mean, they can go, I'm sure, 25 to 30 miles per hour quite easily. Good morning, Ange. Good morning, Papa. How are you, honey? Good. Good. Your breakfast is in the fridge. Swarm it up and throw some fruit. The bananas are underneath the, the, uh, the drawer. Um, Angelo, um, learning more French. He's learning more French. He's throwing new, new French at us every day. Uh, if you didn't uh, see the... Uh, his podcast, he'll be doing another one of his uh, fun facts with Angelo podcast this weekend. Um, he, he's like, wanted to, someone asked a question about homeschooling. He's like, what do you wish? You know, the good things and the bad. And he's like, I wish I, I took trench. I'm like, Angelo, you never mentioned this to me before. So um, he started, so I bought him an online French course and he started French and he's learning, he's learning it on his own. Um, on it, well, through a, with, with, a, with the help of, a, of an online program. So um, uh, uh, he's learning French and he's doing it on his own. He's, he's speaking, you know, phrases now. And um, it's great. It's wonderful. And um, that's what I do with, with him with homeschooling is um, what, do you, what do you want to do, buddy? And, and the stories that he is writing, um, the, the, the creativeness of the stories, maybe I'll have him read one of his stories on, on, his, on his podcast one day. And some people might not appreciate it, but, you know, um, the way his mind works is incredible. The, sto the, the stories that he is writing are just fantastic. So it's it helps with his creativityness, which he has a ton of, his writing skills, which were not that great at one point and now are dramatically improved. Um, and um, the way his mind works is, is just really, really great. Um, so let me just get right to the questions. Let's see what we have. Let's see what we have. Uh, Shuri says, good morning. Excited for this discussion. Awesome. Great. Yeah. It's, 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 I'm a huge fan of dog sports. Um, I, I don't, I don't actually participate in them. I'm just a huge fan. It's not, that's not my, um, not my thing. I've done bite works and work tracking with one of my dogs before. Um, um, but I just, um, have family pet dogs. My biggest thing I do 
is probably swimming with my dogs. That's my biggest thing. And, I, and actually, um, m- uh, tomorrow, today, I've got to teach um, the Dobermans how to swim. So, which should be very, very interesting because they hate the water. And um, supposedly, a lot of Dobermans cannot swim, which I usually don't buy into. Um, so, we'll see how far we can go today. Um, I taught Bruno how to swim. Um, he never, he, his family has a beautiful pool. Um, and they also live on the water in, um, in, uh, uh, on, on the island here. Um, and, um, but he never swam. Well, he swims now and he loves it. He loves it, loves it, loves it. Um, so, uh, uh, Brittany says, good morning. My dream is to bike with even one of my dogs. I was thinking I need to heal hundred percent down before I consider it. I mean, uh, you know, 100%, no, but uh, having a good heel, yes. But keep in mind, the way the way that I observe, I observe dogs working compared to just walking in a heel is different. Um, I've biked with many dogs that didn't have a perfect heel. The biggest thing is they don't get in front of you and they don't pull off to the side. But with one dog, you can just start out going really, really slow. Well, you actually start out, I have a video on how to uh, teach a dog how to ride a bike. I have a video somewhere and I do, you do it by actually walking next to the dog with the bike in just walk, holding onto it so they don't get spooked. Um, and then you just start out really, really slow. And then you start doing the biggest thing also is directional changes. Because when you're making a left turn into the dog, the dog needs to slow down or else you'll, you'll crash. So there's a higher, there's a higher rate of injury. Um, good morning, all. Uh, wake the fuck up, Philip. I'm up. I've been up since three. Yeah, I'm an early riser. Um, Jojo, good afternoon, everyone. Good afternoon to you, Daniel Brown. How are you today? Good morning. Lucy loves me. Um, thank you so much. Um, what was Daniel? You love me. We, 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 I don't think we want to take a vote in uh, New Zealand. Um, um, Bruce says, I look forward to, uh, to uh, these every morning. It's like part of my routine at this point. Oh, good. It's part of my routine, too. Go figure. Uh, Brittany. Brittany, this is the second time uh, you followed the other Brittany's question. That's interesting. Good morning, everyone. I hope. Everyone has a great day. Maybe even more than a second time, but two mornings in a row that I, that I, that I definitely noticed. Snuggle buns. Good morning. Good morning, Murph. Good morning, Devin. It's standard to have a uh, it's standard to have a vet. It's standard for dog to have a groomer. Training needs to become a standard. I mean, um, I agree with you wholeheartedly, Devin. I think, but also one step farther, the 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 bar needs to be raised on family pet dog training. The bar needs to be raised on family pet dog training. So we were at the soccer game yesterday, and um, I'm sorry, soccer practice yesterday. We brought Bruno, who's doing great now um, with his calming um, and not whining, which he's that was his biggest struggle was lying down. Um, we yesterday he did an hour and a half down stay, and um, um, and he would whine. I mean, because he's so his mind is always racing. We got that under control. That was, just, that was, I wouldn't say the last thing we have to work on, but that was a big thing, though. 
um, that we had to work on was him in public in a non-moving mode, whining. Um, outdoor cafes, did great Saturday night. Excuse me, the soccer practice was really, really wonderful. Um, so a woman next to us, who's one of the other um, um, mothers of uh, one of the kids on the team said she just got a dog and she's going for training and notice how well our dogs are trained that we bring there. And, you know, I don't advertise that we're like, you know, we're trainers, but I said, well, you know, well, we, to her, I did. I said, you know, we train dogs um, really. And, um, and she signed up for class. I said, awesome. And it's a class that um, unfortunately I know will not heed very good results. Um, it's a big, one of the big box places and they're very limited um, with, on what they can do there. They're very limited on what they can do. Um, but I said, you know, you know, you're on your own journey, you know, you know, just, just, you know, I'll, I'll give you a, a level of expectation to expect and hopefully you'll, you'll, um, learn at least the basics, but when you want to raise the bar, um, in the real world, um, we've got free videos and, 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 you know, you can, all, you can always talk to us at the games and we can help you out. And, you know, obviously you know, we're for hire, but I don't, I don't try to push my services on, on people, even though we just moved here, um, and we started a business down here and we need the business. I still have got the methodology of just like, um, hire us if you need us and if you're ready, but I'm not going to push it on you. I'm just, not, I'm not going to, that's not what I do. Um, uh, but, uh, but I gave her, you know, good examples of, of, cause we've seen other dogs there at the park and I'm like, you know, just look around, you know, which, which do you want? Cause they observed Joelle walking in with a dog, walking next to her, dragging a leash in a, in a, in a, in a perfect heel. And she was amazed by that. And I'm like, yeah, it's not even our dog. It's a, it's a client's dog. Um, who one of the biggest issue was, was a huge forger. Um, um, so I think the standard needs to be raised. So for instance, Bruno did an hour and a half downstay at a soccer game. Um, not with, with all kinds of noise, balls, kids, you know, a lot of triggers and like, why can't that be the, why can't that be the minimum standard? So we can enjoy the game. Why can't that be the minimum standard? That that's what dogs do. I don't think it is. I don't think hour and a half downstays are the minimum standard. Why can't it, we'll just call it an hour. Why can't that be the standard? Um, but it's not, it's not. And, I, and that's outside with distractions. Why can't they be that? Why can't that be the minimum standard? Because it's not difficult to do. It just takes work. It just takes work. So, so, um, uh, not always standard to get a groomer. I'll tell you that much. My dogs don't go to a groomer. So, um, uh, good morning, uh, everyone. Cheryl, good morning to you, Sid. Good morning, guys and gals. Good morning to you, Sid. Um, Mickey, um, I've, I have had a couple who love to ride. Seeing these, she's three pack on a ride is just beautiful. Yeah, it really is. It's really joyous. And, and, and you know, you can ride even more. I mean, I have seen videos of somebody with like 20, 25 dogs, but they're all off leash and they're just following him, um, which is not that difficult to do. Um, you know, when you do this routine and they all understand the concept of follow, um, it's actually not that difficult to do. It's not that difficult to do. 
I think these were all uh, beagle hunting dogs. So it's not that hard. Um, it takes work. It takes practice. There's trial training involved, but once they get it and they understand it, they do it. Tara or Tara, I apologize. I'm glad um, you brought that up. I've never had an issue with intact dogs. Awesome. I'm using the prong on a bike as yes, you'd be afraid of mishaps. Otherwise without the prong. Yeah. Yeah. People think they're being dragged. That that's just the misinformation. That's just how we, we talked a lot about this yesterday with, with, um, shock hours, um, e-cowers, remote cowers, they're all the same thing. Um, the, the, the misunderstanding that because the dog has a prong collar on, it's being forced to do it. And I will say if the dog had on a slip lead flat buckle collar martingale, your chance of choking that dog and actually harming that dog is, is huge. The chances of the dog slipping out of that collar is huge. The chance of that dog, um, um, uh, making you topple off the bike is huge. Um, um, so you you can tell when a dog is being forced to run. Um, those dogs um, can stop at any moment. At any moment, they can just stop. And you'd say, well, no, they can't because you're riding. I'm like, trust me, they could stop because I've had dogs who have stopped in the middle of a bike ride to take a shit, to take a shit. So, um, John says, good morning, Jeff. I uh, like the bike exercise. I had a yellow lab that loved running along beside me on the bike. Yeah. I mean, they, they really, really enjoy it. I mean, dogs want to be active. They want to be active. They honestly want to be active. And, and, um, you know, in this country, I'm in the United States, um, uh, in this country, there is a lack of proper exercise for our pet dogs and also for uh, humans. And that's why we have such a obesity problem, not overweight, but obesity problem. It's, it's nationwide. It's nationwide. Um, and um, if you're not aware of uh, what's in our food sources, um, even our vegetables, um, even our nutritious foods, you should do some research on what is in um, them, the amount of chemicals that are in our, our fruits and vegetables, um, which are, are supposed to be healthy. Um, um, and I'm not saying don't eat them. Um, what I'm saying is um, you'd be very, very surprised on, on what is in them, um, especially store-bought, especially store-bought ones. Farmers markets are gonna be better, grow them yourself, they're gonna be better. Um, but when you buy something from a grocery store in order to preserve it and keep it fresh and looking good, um, especially looking good, um, you would be surprised what they do to our food source. And where over in Europe, a lot of these chemicals are actually banned. I believe there's 300 different chemicals in additives and dyes um, that are in our, that the United States is using that are banned in other countries. Think about that. And that we put in our body and that harms us. And everyone's worried about shock collars. Oh, you know, those are, those are banned and, you know, those are banned and, you know, such and such a country, they, you know, they should make them illegal here. And my response to that is usually none, but I will always throw out and like Ritz crackers are banned in eight countries. Ritz crackers, R-I-T-Z, the round crackers, red box, 
you know, you put peanut butter and jelly between the two and you make a little Ritz peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You know, who's done who's done that? Not now, but hold on. 40 years ago, I did it. Um, Ritz crackers have been, those are, those are banned in eight countries. So, um, uh, let's see. Uh, uh, the golden, uh, Mickey says, the golden loved hearing me say mush is magic word to run um, all out, um, never reactive to the world and stayed in his lane. Yeah. yeah. A lot of dogs also that struggle with reactivity actually don't, are not reactive when they're running and biking. They actually aren't. They're because they're focusing on like they got blinders on almost. They almost have blinders on. It's 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 really incredible. It's, it's really incredible. So I would encourage people to just start out slow. Start out very, very slow. Just like literally just start out slow until you build up the confidence. How far do you bike? I've been going about a mile with my healer, Corgi Cross, wondering how long um, far it's okay to go. I mean, that's about how far I go. Um, all out, though, I do it all out. As far as all, I could go faster, um, absolutely, but I go in a very fast clip. Um, um, these dogs can go double. Um, if you've got a, a healer, Corgi, on the on, um the healer side, I don't know how much is healer, but um, that dog could go all day, most likely. I mean, your average, if it's in good shape, I mean, I don't know what kind of shape it's in. I mean, we've met working breed dogs that could not walk around the block. Literally, they couldn't walk around the block. They would be too winded. They were too out of shape and overweight. And, and they were just, they just couldn't do it. They couldn't walk. And it wasn't like, you know, Florida summer, it was it was 60 degrees outside and they just couldn't walk. They just didn't have the, the cardio to do that. And that's sad. That's very, very sad. Um, the dog lost about 30 pounds while it was with us. And that's just from walking and proper diet. Uh, most dogs overeat, get too many snacks, treats, and not enough exercise. Um, so Jill, I'm, I'm not an expert at all on distance. Uh, I'm not an expert on a lot of things on distance though. I mean, I would just listen to the dog. I would listen to the dog. Um, I mean, if, if you really think about it, when, when I play Chuck it with Tex, let's say I throw the ball 12 times. And the ball goes probably at least 100 feet because I use a chunk of stick. And he races to get the ball. He probably goes twice as fast as he would if he was on a bike. Um, he exerts really, really fast energy. Um, he runs back to me probably at about half the speed and then does it again. He can probably do that way more than 12 times. I mean, he can just... He can just do it nonstop. Um, Tara agreed, LOL, taught, um, taught uh, me to heal with my horse and love it. Yeah, dogs love running next to horses as well. Melissa, go, Angelo. The sky's limited. It is San, San, Sandy, um, how are you, Sandy? How are you up in Canada? 
um, that's so cool. I think people assume that because dogs are doing something in an organized way, they are being forced. Yes, that's very, very common. Very, very common. Yeah. That's why there's this big, huge anti, you know, mushing uh, uh, or, you know, they're, they're really trying to close down, you know, mushing, which is, which is sad. Um, um, dogs, you know, I've met some mushing teams before and they um, could not wait to start. They could not wait to start. Now, do some of them get exhausted? Yes. Have some dogs died? Yes. Are they treated well? Extremely well. Do they get pushed hard? Absolutely. Um, uh, but anybody that's ever done any athletic event personally, it, we can say the exact same thing. Anyone that's been pushed, you know, uh, on any sport, we can say the exact same thing. The Boston Marathon. I mean, in a marathon, usually, I don't know if every marathon, but, you know, you always hear about somebody dying in a marathon. So, and it's not like they just went out and ran. They've been training for it. Raquel, good morning, Jeff. Uh, love you and all the beautiful people. Thank you. Love to hear the stories. You're a great dad and you haven't, you have a, uh, haven't, or have a great kiddo. Yeah, Angela's a really cool kid. Um, Maggie says, I used to bike with my Vishla twice a day. My Mally has done it a few times here in Minnesota. The ice can be dangerous. Agreed. Yeah. Um, uh, Lokari um, will be the one when you're old in nine days. I can't wait for spring. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. The ice you got to be careful about. Slippery surface you got to be careful about. They can, they can tear ligaments on that one. Um, or sprain. They can, that you got, that you got to watch out for. That you got to watch out for. Cheryl says, good morning, thinking of moving in, uh, in apartment complexes, want to meet my, uh, wants, wait, hold on. Thinking of moving and the apartment complex wants to meet my dog to confirm he's friendly. I don't allow anyone to pet him because he has a big bubble and will nip. And this can make a bit of rank approval for the, com, uh, for the complex. Any suggestions? Um, that's a difficult one. That's a, you're definitely in a, you're definitely in a little bit of a pickle there. You could ask them what's their definition of friendly. Ask them what's their definition of friendly. You know, I, I think I think you can. I mean, it's their complex, but you can say, "Well, what are you going to do with the dog? What? How are you going to identify if my dog is friendly or not?" So if I walk in here, put my dog into a downstay, and talk to you for fifteen minutes, and then walk out, is that good enough? Is that good enough? But it, to me, if a dog walked in the office and jumped all over them and they gave that dog a pass, I'd be like, really? You want that dog in your apartment complex? And there's, is there an elevator? I mean, to me, I can't imagine a worse scenario. 
So you, every time this dog walks into a, 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 into the, the the elevator and it sees somebody, it jumps up on them. I would I would I would make a complaint. I'd be like, excuse me, you know that that dog that, that is in apartment whatever. Well, every time I'm standing in the elevator and they come in, the dog jumps all over me, and I don't find that acceptable. They should take the steps or ride, you know, not even ride in an elevator by themselves because eventually someone's going to get on. So is that friendly? Or the the dog that walks into the elevator, um, sits down or lies down politely and ignores everybody. That seems friendly to me. So what is friendly? Are you going to are you going to love up on the dog? Many dogs don't like that. You know, dog, sorry, but you cannot get in my dog's face. So set some parameters. Maybe they'll learn something. Say, what's your definition of friendly? What is your test for friendliness? Do you plan on touching my dog? Well, I don't let people touch my dog. Why not? Isn't it friendly? That's got nothing to do with it. I don't let people touch my dog. So if you think you're going to come in here and get on your hands and knees and pet my dog, no. Or my dog doesn't like people it doesn't know. It doesn't bite them, but it gets sketchy around them. So how are you, are you planning on meeting my dog? How are you planning on meeting my dog? Just, I would just find out what the parameters are before you walk in the office so you know. And then you can explain to them. And you can, edu- you can educate them. What does, what does friendly mean? Um, Julia, our school does not allow any dogs on campus or sporting events because of incidents and people not controlling their pets. It's a shame. Yeah, I mean, and I understand that. I understand that. I understand that. Um, why they, they, um, they wouldn't because, again, there are people that just, there's a lot of bad dogs out there, that badly behaved dogs, I should say. Um, let's see, Cheryl says, I groom um, my own dogs. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I bathe my dogs, I clean their ears, I cut their nails, so they get proper grooming, but I just don't take them to a groomer. Um, I have before. I, 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 it's in, in Florida, I took, uh, when when um, girl was alive, I, I, shoot, I just couldn't keep up with their shedding. And um, uh, I took her to a groomer, and uh, I was blown away. I'm like, holy shit. Now I see why dogs, people go take their dogs to groomers. They do a really good job. At least this, this gentleman did. Um, Julia says, actually, it's a mandate from the Orlando Diocese. Ah, I got it. Got it. Um, good morning, uh, uh, Jeff. Cheers from China. Oh, hello. How are you? Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for tuning in. I just found your bike training video on YouTube. Um, our snow is finally gone. Timing is great. Awesome, Sherry. Awesome. Allison says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Mark. Good morning. Good morning. How are you, Cheryl? I'm awesome. Thank you. Um, he can do good downs in his Velcro. It's a healer. Your training has given him the best. Awesome, Cheryl. That's great to hear. Mark says, good morning, Jeff. Great podcast this morning. I may be going to the Sarasota Farmers Market this Saturday. Hey, Panay, going there. If maybe we can meet up there. This Saturday, um, what is going on this Saturday? Joel Lee, Joel's, got, Joel's taking a trip. But yeah, most likely, most likely, I'll probably go. I'll probably go. 
Email me. You've got my email. Or message me. You you know how to message me. You know, I'll let you know. It's fun. It's good. It's really nice there. That's all we got today. And that works out perfect because I'm going to shoot off to the airports. It takes, uh, we take one vehicle and then Joelle, I'll drop her off and then she'll jump in the car. And we'll be back. And then I've got uh, a, a full day, a full day. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in. Don't forget um, about all of our online classes at Academy. Um, Academy.solidcanine. Oh, that's what we have this weekend is um, our go-home session. Our go-home session is um, is this, uh, if we videotaped it, you can buy it at the Academy and we MC it this weekend. That's what's, that's what's happening Saturday. That's what's happening Saturday. But that doesn't take all day. So I'm not sure if we'll make it to the farmer's market or not. Um, all right. Um, Constance says, uh, that was super insightful about the apartment. Great answer. I love you, Jeff. Thank you. Love you too, Constance. Good luck at the dentist. Write me if you have any concerns over any treatment plans. Thanks. Yeah. I, I've never had a cavity in my life. I've never had a cavity in my life. 57 years old, never had a cavity. Um, uh, my teeth are in pretty good shape, you know, pretty good shape. I definitely could probably do a better job flossing, that's for sure. Um, uh, and then Angelo, he's, you know, he's 10, so is he's going through a body teeth thing. So I'd like to be interested to see what their opinion is on on what, what what we if we should do anything with his teeth or as he just grow grow into these things um all right all right everybody love you guys take care everyone have a great day